7 to 8 p.m. Sport on with Tabi Somosia. Thank you, uh, Greg, and a very good evening. Thank you uh, for joining us on the show. And uh, I'm not alone as usual. Of course, Luyolom Kalip and Katlako Mudiba are producing and Babalom Duma is with us in technical this evening. What a cup final we witnessed in PE this past weekend with Barroca FC causing one of the biggest upsets in South African Cup final history by beating Orlando Pirates on penalties in a thrilling telecom knockout final played at the Nelson Mandela Bay Stadium. And well done to everyone who came out to fill up the Nelson Mandela Bay Stadium, including myself and of course a special well done to the champions, Barroca FC. Not forgetting Orlando Paris who played their part in this thriller of a final coming from behind twice after being down to 10 men in the first half and going all the way to extra time and a penalties. But the night and the trophy belonged to Barroca FC and for a team that beat the, the, the defending champions, Bidvest Vets and also the high-flying Mamelodi Sundowns on their way to this uh, triumph I think it is well-deserved Barroca FC. So we are going to speak to Barroca Chairman Mr. Kurishi Mpatele on the show. He'll tell us what this cup means to them and he'll also give us a bit of history about the club, when it was formed and why it was formed and what he wants to achieve with this club, especially for all of you uh, friends of Barroca who were out in your numbers on Saturday. I'm sure you want to find out more now about your other club, Barroca FC. So we'll speak to uh, the Chairman Mr. Kurushi Mpatele. We'll also find out if the players will be rewarded for winning the Telkom knockout a trophy. We also received some good news before this final that the matches were back on SABC radio and if you were with us on Friday you would have heard that strongly worded statement that we read out that was released by the PSL saying that uh, uh, PSL matches will no longer, no longer be broadcast on SABC radio but things changed and uh, the two parties reached an agreement just before the final so we will hear uh, from the SABC to find out how they came to this solution with the SABC and uh, the, with the PSL rather and during that cup final there were so many tweets about a certain commentator called Reggie Ndlovu Mapensela everybody was saying I'm switching over I'm switching over to SABC 1 to listen to Reggie Ndlovu so we're going to speak to Reggie Ndlovu and find out more about uh, this man that is causing a storm on social media whenever he is on the mic but firstly there's also this heartwarming story of a 15 year old who made the cut at the SA Open uh, which was won by Louis Osthuizen by six strokes. Um, the, this boy was the youngest player to enter the field. He played all the way till Sunday, which means he made the cut. So young Yurav Premlal will speak to us shortly as well as his old man just to find out more about this star in the making because as they say, every day a star is born and it looks like we've got one in the making here as far as golf is concerned. So we'll speak to this 15-year-old that played all four rounds at the SA Open. Unbelievable. If you want to join the conversation, at any time, feel free to call us on 0891-104207. Our SMS line is 40938. On WhatsApp, we take voice notes on 0614104107. Anything that's on your mind, just drop us a WhatsApp voice note and it's hashtag SAFM Sport On on social media. Leading sport stories of the day on SAFM. So then let's speak to young Yurav Apremlal who played all four rounds at the SA Open, the youngest player to enter the field. And as I said, he made the cut to Yurav. Good evening. Thank you for joining us on SAFM. Hi, how are you? We are fine, thanks. Is it not past your bedtime yet? No, no, no. I'm on holiday, so everything's fine. <laughs> okay, great. How are you feeling, young man, after this weekend? How are the emotions, firstly? Well, the emotions from well, on the first the first nine holes of the tournament, they were really running, especially the nerves. But I, get, I think throughout the course of the week, they did calm down a lot more, and I did feel a lot more comfortable playing in my first pro event. So now I'm perfectly relaxed. How was it to be amongst those pros there? It was so different. Um, it's such an amazing experience, especially learning what they do to warm up and the way they conduct themselves, themselves and how humble they are. And is there anyone in particular that you were looking forward to seeing that you met or that you got a glimpse of or that you even played around with? Well, uh, any else came up to me starting the last round yesterday and he, uh, he came up to me and said, you should be really proud of yourself on your achievement to make this tournament at 15 and make a cut. So that was a really... Heart-throbbing experience for me, and my legs were very numb after that. 
<laughs> and how do you look at your four at your four firstly going into the tournaments did you know that you would be the youngest player at the SA Open ever to be honest I didn't because well I didn't even look into it I was just trying to get into the uh, make the qualifier and just the probabilities are so low you don't even have time to think okay if I qualify do, am I this am I this I just went and played I didn't even think about it at all I read about you before the tournament when you said that it was a dream come true for you to play in the SA Open. Was it a dream to play the SA Open at 15? Uh, to be, I wouldn't. It, it, it would be nice. It would. It, it, it is nice to play the SA Open at 15, but it definitely wouldn't. It is a dream, but it's definitely one that you wouldn't think you'd accomplish. It just happened to be on that occasion that I had a low round and got into the SA Open. Well, now you know that anything is possible. And so let's talk about your, your play over the four days. I mean, how do you look back at your rounds? You had a 73, a 67, a 72, and a 70. Which course were you playing on when you got the 73? Was it the tougher one? Well, yeah, because we played the, at Rand Park. There's the Firethorne course and the Bushwiller and three yeah. rounds at Firethorne. Firethorne was just a lot tougher due to the undulations on the greens. And it was a lot harder to access the flag. So I was hitting it quite far away from the hole this first round because I didn't know how to play pro golf as much because the way the flags were situated, I just couldn't hit a shot into a flag. And then I ended up having a four putt and a three putt that day to still shoot one over. So I didn't hit the ball badly throughout the week. It was just getting a grip to where's the flags and how to access them because it's not something I was really used to. Okay, but you and then you hit that sixty-seven in the second round on the second day. How was that for you? That was amazing. I think that was probably one of my finest rounds to date, especially playing in a pro tournament and having to shoot a sixty-seven to make it on the number to make the cut. It was a great fight, and definitely a lot of determination. I I definitely had a lot of determination to shoot that sixty-seven. Did it get tough after you'd made the cut now Saturday and Sunday? It did get tough, uh, especially with the wind picking up a lot more the last few days. And the fact that there was now like you are trying to play for the low amateur, but it was just, I was just really happy to be there for the last few rounds. So I don't really think much about how tough it was. I was just mm. trying to play my normal game. And overall, are you happy with your performance? Because you did beat a couple of the pros there. Yeah, I'll take that performance for my first tournament and to play in my first European Tour event. It was, I'll definitely take that result if you give it to me before I start the tournament. That's great. Was it two under that you eventually finished on? Yes. Great stuff. So so tell us, I understand that you're also part of the of the South Africa team. You have, tell us more, which squad are you part of? Well, I'll, I did represent the under-19 junior Golf RSA team at the Challenge Cup this year and the Golf RSA under 16 touring side that went to Italy. Oh, that's awesome. And where do you play your golf? I play golf at Glendower Golf Club. And where do you go to school? Did they even know that you would be playing at the SA Open? Yes, they did because I go to a golf school called TGSE. Mm-hmm. It's based at Huddle Park. So. I'm basically with the golfing fraternity even when I'm at school, so everyone really knew that I was there. That's great. Is that what you want to do with your life? You want to be a professional golfer? Definitely. What are your goals? What have you set for yourself? Uh, my goal is definitely to try win a lot of PGA Tour events, at least 50. That's my goal. And at least 10 majors. I'm going to try to set a really hard goal there. Oh, go for it, man. Reach for the sky. You've already made history by being the youngest player to play at the SA Open and you made the cut. So you can see that anything is possible. Let's speak to your old man there. I understand that is next to you. It's not the old man. It's the, it's the young man. <laughs> oh, it's the young man. <laughs> How are you, young man, Mr. Rakesh? Yeah, I'm well. Fine. Thank you very much for joining us here on SAFM. We appreciate your time. As a family, how proud of you of, of young Yurav? i uh, Definitely, yeah, I mean, uh, very proud of his achievements. Explain to us, how did he get into the SA Open? What was the process? Well, he had to pre-qualify. Uh, there were 100 and, uh, 
115 or 120 players, and there were five spots available. Uh, he ended up uh, winning the qualifier uh, and getting the top spot to get through. Mm-hmm. Were there any expectations from the family of from him going into the SA Open? No, no not really. It's uh, you know you you you. It's a strong field that you're competing against to qualify, and you have you've only got one round basically to to put that low number together to get through. Mm. And when he made the cut, though, how were the emotions? How was the feeling? It was it was nerve wracking because uh, he was he was on the number, uh, and uh, we had to wait for the afternoon field to come through. And uh, you know, obviously, the the field that he was competing in were all strong players, so. Uh, uh, we had to wait it out. And what were you telling him over the four days? Well, I mean, uh, just trust yourself and believe in yourself. I mean, he has been playing uh, some uh, good golf recently, and all I said to him is just stick to your processes and uh, and believe in yourself. You have the, the ability to beat most of the guys, so go out there and do it. What do you hope, uh, Mr. Premal, that this does for his golf? Well, I... Uh, I'm sure he learned a lot uh, this week, uh, playing in that environment and those conditions. So taking those learnings and improving from there, uh, I suppose, would be a massive gain for him. And where does he take it from? Uh, sorry, I didn't get it. I'm saying where does he take uh, his golf from? How did, he, how did he get started? Well, I used to play, uh, I used to play golf, and uh, as a kid, he used to join me at the driving range. And, uh, yeah, you took it up from there. Mm. And when did you see the early signs that there was some talent here and that he could go far? Uh, from a very young age, uh, I, I could see the talent. And I just left him uh, to do his own thing and have fun. And uh, when he was ready to start playing, uh, I think it was when he was seven years old, he started uh, playing in competitions and constantly improving from there. And finally, he says that he wants to go all the way, win lots of tournaments and win majors. I see that you've enrolled him at a golf school. Is that part of the plan? What are the plans for him? Well, right now he is in a golf school and he's balancing his academics with, uh, with golf um, and keeping his options open. Uh, you know, trying to get into the U.S. to play college golf. Uh, so we're just going to wait it out and see. Okay, great stuff. We wish you all the best, Mr. Premlal, as a family, and also to you, Rav, and uh, I'm sure we'll be following his career closely. And uh, just uh, send our regards to the rest of the family. I'm sure everybody's happy with what he achieved over the, the, the four days. Thank you. Thank you. You, Rav, cheers, mate. Thank you very much for finding time to speak to us, and we wish you all the best with your golf. The pleasure is all mine. Okay, thank you. That is 15-year-old SA Open debutant Yurav Prem Lal who went all the way to play uh, over the four days and we just thought we should bring him on and just highlight this achievement. It could have easily been lost over the weekend with so much uh, that happened and uh, certainly one to keep an eye out for. Up next, we are going to hear from the SABC about uh, how they reached an agreement with the PSL regarding the broadcast of matches on radio. We'll also speak to the Baroka chairman, uh, Mr. Kurishim Pasele, and we've got Mapenzela Regi Indlovo, the commentator that everybody was going on about this past weekend, is also going to speak to us. SAFM setting the nationwide agenda daily. Daily. So if you were with us on Friday, we were all in panic and crisis mode after the PSL released a strongly worded statement saying that uh, the matches will no longer be broadcast on SABC radio. And uh, they said a lot of things at the time. We couldn't speak to the PSL, uh, but we did read out the statement. We also couldn't get hold of the SABC. They promised to reach, to release a statement, which they did, uh, unfortunately, just after the show where they apologized to the nation and they confirmed that the matches will not be shown. But they said that they were still in talks with the the PSL and then on Saturday afternoon late afternoon and then a statement dropped from the SABC saying that the SABC and the PSL has reached an agreement on the broadcast of PSL games on SABC radio which was very good news because then we got to hear the telecom knockout final on radio but we did put a call through to the SABC to find out um, why what what changed how did they eventually find a solution uh, with the PSL and we had a chat with a spokesperson and Mumudu. Well, the SIBC and the South African Soccer Loving Friends are very delighted 
the SABC as we say remains committed to making sure that we deliver programming that is relevant for our audiences and we're happy that we could you know uh, actually like negotiate successfully with the PSL to, to bring this uh, this game to, uh, to this to, to our to our audiences Mm. And uh, talking about the PSL on Friday, the SABC did release a statement apologizing to the nation. Was it an unfortunate situation that happened on Friday? Well, it was an unfortunate uh, situation, but the, the parties uh, worked tirelessly uh, in negotiations to reach an amicable agreement, which, as you know, on Saturday uh, afternoon, we were pleased to announce that we, we will indeed be able to carry uh, the, the match uh, on Saturday. It was the Telcom knockout game between Orlando Pirates and Baraka FC, and this this uh, commitment that we have with uh, with the PSL is for the SABC to be able to bring these until you know the end of May. Really, okay, and then was the SABC aware that the PSL would release that heavily worded statement on Friday? Well, we were not aware of it, and I'm not going to speak on behalf of the PSL. What I can say is that what is really critical at this stage is that the two parties have reached an agreement in the interest of our soccer-loving uh, South Africans. And I think, you know, the, the, the decision is one that, you know, is amicable and both uh, the SABC and, 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 and PSL are happy that this agreement. Does it mean there's a contract uh, or a new contract in place? Well, what, what it means is that, you know, up to the end of the season, we will be able to bring the, 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 the games um, to, to both our radio uh, audiences and also an SABC one. Uh, and that up to the end of the season, we do have a contract in place, and then obviously we will need to ne- negotiate further, uh, you know, going forward. And just finally, what was the issue here with the PSL for them to release such a heavy-weighted statement? Well, I'm not going to go into the details because, as you know, you know, negotiations are confidential issues uh, between the, the two parties. But what, but what we do, what I can say is that you know we have reached this agreement, and you know the impasse that was likely going to be there because within 24 hours we were able to say we're going to do this. And it shows like a commitment from both the SABC and, uh, and the PSL that we remain committed to, one, bringing this game to, to, to soccer Latin, and two, to remain having this, this uh, mutually beneficial relationship, which, you know, I think the lesson is there is that next time we negotiate, earlier next time we you know we open up uh, uh, conversations so that we reach agreements uh, earlier rather than later, and it's a key lesson for all of us. And we're very happy that we've reached this uh, point. We've reached this point, and you know uh, that soccer loving fans will be able to to, to have the games uh, on radio for the rest of the season. Okay, now thank you very much. So, just to be clear, was there a contract or no contract in place for the past season with the PSL or for the past year? Well, there the, the was. What happened is that there was an. an, an misunderstanding in terms of a contract that should have been a place where we, 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 we they thought that it was automatically renewed and we've been going back and forth but like i say you know we do not really want to enter into 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 detail say to say that right now you know we have a contract and we're able to bring those things to, to the south african public Okay, that is really, really good to hear that the two parties managed to uh, find a solution here and that the matches will be broadcast on SABC Radio. It Well, she did say, uh, Miss Neo Momodo, the spokesperson, that it's a contract. They, they've got an agreement until the end of the season. So hopefully then uh, uh, also next season we'll find a solution and that the matches will all, all be on SABC Radio or platforms because we received a number of calls on Friday where people were really, really concerned. And one of them was actually William. And I know William called us just after the show, but he was actually telling us just how it affects him not to be able to listen to the matches on radio. William, in the freestyle, Good evening. Uh, thank you for joining us. Are you there? Yes. Good, good, good evening, Travis. Yes. Uh, you know, it's so good to hear that you know, the, eventually they've made, they've seen the light to the SABC or PSL. I don't know who was in the wrong. But for, for us, you know, because some of us, you know, we some some uh, handicaps, you know, visually we, we, we are impaired in a way. Mm. So we don't have access to TV, we don't have access to newspapers. We solely depend on radio to, to follow the sport, especially football. Yeah, because so I remember... I'm, I'm so happy. You know, I'm not talking for myself. I think I'm talking for a lot of people who you know 
Yes, and sometimes we take it for granted, William, and we think that, I know, people will watch it on TV. It's not such a big deal, but it is a big deal for a lot of people. A lot, yeah, a lot of people, you know, television, you know, really, you know, you know we, we depend on radio, you know, and uh, and mm. without radio, sometimes, you know, you wonder what would happen, you know. And, and what's so, the... But, but 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 the people don't understand that. I don't understand why people they they they, they can't think. You know, you yes. know, f- f- for the people. You know, and, and realize that it's not only the the, the people who, who have a lot of money to have to pay for DSTV or whatever. And and what's the difference, uh, uh, William? While we have you on the line, when you are listening to the game on TV and you're listening to it on radio, as, as somebody who is handicapped, like you said, who's visually impaired. Yeah, uh, repeat the question. I'm saying, what is the difference when you are listening to the match on TV and when you are listening to it on radio? Is there a big difference for you as somebody who's handicapped? Yeah, well, yeah, well. You know, some, sometimes we, we we listen to 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 to, to TV, but you know, you, you know, it, it's so difficult, you know, because uh, they'll say they'll they they talk about certain things, but you don't appreciate it, you know. But radio, you are used to it because you, you listen to the music, you understand the music, and even even if you don't see the 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 people are performing. So the same is with the radio, with the radio, but, you know, especially if the, the commentators are very good, you know, they, they can they describe the whole thing, you know, they'll tell you, you know, there's a big crowd, you know, and whatever they're saying. Okay, great so stuff. I missed, I missed, I was looking forward for the, this PE uh, Baroka Pirates, but uh, I missed it. I was not even aware that it was, it was a... Uh, broadcast on, on radio. Yes, it was eventually broadcast on radio. They agreed late and they reached a final sound solution very late and I think in future we need to be better in how we communicate these messages because also not everybody is on social media but yeah, the final was on Radio William. Thank you very much for just giving us another side here uh, to the story. Up next we're going to hear from Baroka uh, ch- uh, ch- the chairman, the big boss himself, the founder of the club Mr. Kurishi Mpatele. I had to speak to him uh, before the show obviously after their telecom knockout triumph they're already getting ready for their match against Mamelodi Sundowns tomorrow so they've not been home yet Barroca I think they went to Pretoria they were training at the Tax Stadium if I'm not mistaken and I began by asking the chairman how he is feeling almost two days after that triumph in the telecom knockout final yeah I'm feeling okay I'm feeling okay I'm so proud of my boys and I'm really humble I'm just saying I'm very very sorry to my Bagania. Uh, we didn't mean to hurt them, but this is football, uh, as they, they always say. Mm. And before the game, a lot of people wrote your team off. What were you telling the boys ahead of the final as the club? Normally, under that uh, circumstances, our team perform well when they are, uh, they are underdogs. And when we are playing against a big team like Paris with a full stadium, we normally win our matches. Most of our matches we are collecting a good result. So we we, uh, we we didn't have much to, to motivate our boys. The boys were self-motivated by the fact of, of it is the first time this team and mostly and most of the boys were the first time in the final. So we were so much happy, we were so grateful. In actual fact, even if we didn't get a good result, we were still going to be happy and celebrate after uh, at the end of the season, just for reaching that final. Mm. So what does this moment mean for a club that's been formed barely 10 years ago? What does it mean, Mr. Chairman, for you and also the sacrifices that you've put into this into this club? I, be, I, believe, I believe in God. I believe in God. If you dream it and uh, you must you pray for it, you wish for it. I've been, I've been dreaming, I've been wishing, I've been praying for God to, to help us to at least get some uh, one trophy for my dry province. My province is so dry, they've never experienced a, a PSL trophy since ever. So I was, I was praying for it, I was dreaming for it. I think God has rewarded me. Would you say that this trophy is not just for the people of Kampatlele, but for the whole province of Limpopo? We are going to bury this, this trophy. 
Uh, it will start with the Baroga study in Rampachele. It's not the team of Rampachele. That is where it started. Mm. That's why you will hear the name is Baroga. It's, not, it doesn't, it's got nothing to do with Mpachele. We're going to parade this, this trophy into five districts of, the, of our province to show them this, this trophy belongs to the people of this province. And you, when you started this club, Mr. Chairman, did you think that you would achieve success uh, so soon? What were your plans? And was this one of your plans and your goals? You know, I was very much motivated. And uh, I look at uh, uh, Dr. Ivan Kosner as my role model. What he did with Orlando Pirates, it inspired me. Because I know uh, uh, Dr. Ivan Kosner from Alex. He used to be a secretary of Alexander Blackpool. He lived Alexander Blackpool with nothing. And he became a chairman of, of, of Orlando Paris. I say, if that, that man, I know a long time ago, I was still a big name by that time. I know a long time ago, but what he did with Orlando Paris, why can't I do like him? I was always getting advice from him. That's why most people are saying Paris and Baroga, they are family. But I get advice from him because I know he knows better than me. He's got more experience than us. So he's our role model. I, I emulate Dr. Ivan Kos. And the fact of the matter of Baroga is, is a young team. It's a new team. And we are playing with the young players. Once my player get to the PSL, we will be unstoppable. Because I'm playing with a 19 years old boy, 20 years old boy, 23. Our captain is 23 years old. Is the only captain of, 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 of the PSL with that age. And no one at the age of 19 are playing in the final on this, in this country. Mm. Now you have a lot of people that are interested in Barroca. There were even people calling themselves friends of Barroca this weekend and even today. And for, those, for the benefit of those, how was this club formed? And how was this club formed? And what are the values of this club? We formed this club to take our kids out of the street to give them some entertainment, to keep them busy on their spare time, after school, on the holiday, weekend. That's when we start this team. This team is coming for, we are basing in the rural area. There's no entertainment. The only entertainment here is alcohol abuse, drugs, which are killing my society, are killing my people in the, in the, in the, in the rural area. So we start this team so that those kids can be kept busy away from those uh, early things. Mm. And as we wrap up, Mr. Chairman, having made your way from the lower leagues to the NFD and winning the Telcom knockout now and also to the APSA Premiership, is this the highlight of your club's career so far? Yes, I'm, 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 I mean, yeah, you cannot buy a success. Uh, 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 our our icon president Nelson Mandela didn't get to be a president of this country of OAC through money. He, he worked for it, and we did the thing. We we, we work from the grassroots level up to the the the, 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 the highest league. I think that's my belief to say there's no way you can buy success. You can only work for it. Finally, the CEO has come out to say that they will reward the players. Does that mean there will be bonuses for the for the boys? Yes, it's going to be. It's going to be the, the bonuses. We are just focusing now in, in our, our our the next two crucial games against Sundown and Red. Hopefully, and we know how to beat them. We have beat them already. Not now recently, it's still it's still fresh in our, in our brain. Hopefully, we're going to collect six points from them. And then we're going to sit down with the boys to say, here is your, your share of the bonuses of the prize money, sorry. And then the boys can go home at Christmas with little money in their pocket and enjoy with their family. Leadership there from the chairman of Barroca, Mr. Kurishim Pasele. The boys will have a very, very good Christmas. They will definitely get something uh, from uh, that prize money of the Telcom Knockout. It's just over 4 million rand that you get for winning the Telcom Knockout. And well done once again to the champions, Barroca FC. We are taking your calls on 0891-104-207. How did you see the game? Anything you want to say? SMS 40938 or WhatsApp number is 061 And we also 
taking calls for this man that's going to join us on the line. They call him Mapensela, the commentator Reggie Ndlovu. We're already receiving a couple of WhatsApps about Reggie Ndlovu. So he's a really, really, really popular. Hashtag SAFM Sport On. And let's get straight into it then. Reggie Ndlovu, good evening. Thank you very much for joining us on SAFM. Uh, good, uh, good evening, Tabitho, and good evening to the listeners. Thanks for having me. I know it's not the first time that we speak to you, but what I saw over this past weekend, I have not seen that in a very long time. So many people were changing channels, saying that they're listening to you, convincing other people to change and watch the game on SABC1 because of your commentary. But firstly, I'm just interested to find out, how did you see the game on Saturday night? Uh... I think it, 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 it was one of the best finals um, we've had in a long time because uh, the game uh, was too good in such a way that Barroca were not sitting back and waiting for Orlando Pirates to attack them. But again, I would like to give uh, credit to Orlando Pirates. Even though they were a man down, they fought with everything that they had. Mm. And as far as the cup finals that you've seen or worked on, where do you rate this one? Uh, for me, this is my best cup final ever, you know, amongst the cup finals that I've done before. And the cherry on top was the fact that I did the game for the whole 120 minutes. So it was just a nice uh, Christmas present for me. And it was yet another best game that I'm going to add on my CV. (laughs) Okay, we've already got a voice note. Somebody wants to comment about your commentary, I think. Oh, okay. We're just stuck. It's just frozen. I can see that it's not playing. Here it comes. Let's try it again. I only watched the last part of the game as I was observing my my Sabbath. Um, you, yeah, I agree with people that the commentator on SABC won. Oh, he deserves all the best. And I just hope that uh, the your super sports won't really grab this guy from uh, the public broadcaster. Uh, we need to look after him. What a talent. To the Baroka, thank you very much. I had a good sleep. Um, my wife is a Bacaneer and my daughter, but oh, I had, I, I relaxed because there was no noise at all. Thank you, Brata Biso. I guess that makes you part of that crew that is friends of Barroca then. <laughs> if you want to send a voice note to Regine Lovo 0614104107, we're also taking calls on 0891104207. Our SMS line is 40938. I know there's a lot of reaction also on Twitter and I am going to go to your reaction. But Reggie, I was mentioning earlier on that I saw so many people switching channels saying that they're listening to your commentary as we had from this voice note was there anything you did differently on saturday night or is it just how you always commentate i think uh i just told myself that uh, first is that i don't have to work for the occasion but i have to speak to what i always do because uh, sometimes we as people when we are given an opportunity like that to do the game for the whole uh, entire 120 minutes uh, some of us would want to get uh, excited and end up messing things that you you, you, you always do, you understand. So I just stuck to the plan, and the only difference was that usually we do 10 minutes. You know, you, you do 10 minutes of English, and then you would hear 10 minutes of myself, and then go back to 10 minutes. So it's always 45, 45 minutes. Mm. But uh, this time, I was given the entire game, and I just told myself, I just want to have fun. I always have fun so that the viewer can also have fun. So I just went there with that mentality, yes, the cup final, but most importantly, I want to have fun and I want the viewer at home to be entertained. Where did your journey start, uh, Regine Lovo? How did you get into commentating? Uh, after completing my diploma uh, in 2011, I remember I worked for Mubango, uh, SABC2. Behind the scenes, I was working as an assistant director. And then I just went to the offices at SABC Sport and I met uh, one of the top guys there and I told him, would you look, uh, I'm a commentator and I'd like to audition if you guys have auditioned. And all he said to me was, you are young, go to school, you know. And I was like, but I just graduated now, now. And he just looked at me and he just walked away from me. I was crushed because I thought I would never be a commentator ever again. But three years down the line, I went back to them and I was like, 
maybe I've grown now. You know, I, I no longer look young, as, as they had said before. So when I got there, um, I was fortunate enough that it was about time when they were about to do auditions and they were particularly looking for a Zulu commentator because at that time they didn't have uh, any commentator who was commentating in Isi Zulu. So I did the auditions and three months passed and I thought to myself, I, I didn't get it. And then one day I got a call and I was told, um, I must come and sign a contract. Uh, they they taking me and yeah, that's where it all began. Ah, that's a great story, that. And Sia Obonga Nueni wants to know, who do you look up to in commentary? Who inspired you uh, growing up? Growing up, uh, I grew up listening to radio, Ukozi uh, FM, and I grew up listening to Ubabucho Uza. And that's where I thought to myself, Uti, I can do this, because I even started imitating him while I was still a kid, and people would laugh and say, no, but you can be able to do this. But when I was at Varsity, there was the introduction of television, you know, and there was this voice that kept on saying, Hutata. <laughs> and I was like, if Ubabam Teto can have fun like this, and I can enjoy his commentary, that means I can also be able to do this. So ever since then, I've followed uh, on the step, on the footsteps of Ubabam Teto, and I never looked back in such a way that even today I still listen to him and I still question myself, am I really a commentator? Because when someone does something that you you, you also do, and they does it in such a way that you enjoy it, you start questioning yourself, with, am I doing it the right way? You understand? So I would just, uh, in short, say, I look up to Ubabam Tetwa. Well, somebody's already said you're not allowed to cross the floor. Uh, you need to stay here. <laughs> you need to stay here at the SABC. So don't even think about it. Itumeleng says that you are my role model, uh, Mapensela. I want to know how do you come up with the nicknames? I think uh, most of the people, uh, in terms of commentary, they just look at the players once the players are playing in the so-called big teams, you know, like Chiefs, Pirates, Sundowns, respectively. Uh, fortunately enough, uh, usually here at SAPC, we do uh, games for teams like Free State Stars, Marisburg United, like week in, week out, you know, respectively. So I look at the player from that team, even before the player gets to the big team, and I, I can tell you, Guten, this this player is going to be a star, or this player is average, or this player is not going to do well. So that's where I get to sit down and decide which nickname can I give uh, to that player, you know. And then also there's another one on that on, on that um, note. It's from, who's this? is from Bruce on that note of nicknames. They want to know what is Vincent Pule's nickname? Uh, Vincent Pule's nickname is Mashonisa, the lone shark. Uh, Vincent Pule has been magnificent this season. Ever since he came to the Orlando Pirates, I, I fell to Guti. Uh, he just upped his game, you know, compared to the way he was performing at Pitvers to Vets. So the reason why I call Vincent Pule the lone shark, uh, is because when he goes to defenders, it's like there's something that he had given to them and he just wants it, you know. So I just said it's Umashonisa because he had given the team three points during the week. What? No, you guys can keep it for now. But during the game day, I'm going to come and fetch it. So that's why I, I call him Umashonisa. Rory Sang says Mapensela is a breath of fresh air within the commentary space. He's creative, he's audible, and he's always entertaining. How big a part is entertainment in commentary? I think that's where I succeed a lot when it comes to commentary because um, I have a background yeah, acting. Uh, I'm an actor and a director by profession. That's what I went to school for. So entertainment is what we we were taught at school. So a lot of people would want to invest maybe on stats uh, when doing uh, when when doing commentary, but I always invest on 70% of the entertainment and 30% of uh, our stats because you have to bear in mind, Uguti, uh, we have a competitor, you know, of which we can't lose viewers to uh, to another competitor. So you have to capture the viewers, you have to keep them, and you have to make sure Uguti, each and every time there's a game on SABC One the viewers must tune in on SABC1. So the entertainment works for me.
Okay, those who want to speak to Reggie, we can call us on 0891-104-207. Lady D, I understand that you've called us, but we lost you. If you can, call us again on 0891-104-207. Our SMS line is 40938. Our WhatsApp number is 061-4104-107 and it's hashtag SAFM spot on. Reggie, me, I want to know, I heard you doing a Chiefs game the other day and every time Dumisani Zuma has the ball, you say, what do you say? <laughs> uh, I always say to Msan Zumuzo Mutola what is. Yes, what is that about? Uh, who so to more release the song uh, with Uman Pincha uh, that says Uzo Mutola what is. It's a place where people are having fun, you know, they, they sometimes say Uzo Mutola you know, so when Uzo Zuma has got the ball, something has to give in. So it's like when Uzo Zuma has got the ball, there's something nice that has to happen there. You know, so that's why I say Tumsan Zumuzongtolagates. And if they take the ball away from him, I always say the defender is saying I'm not going there. Uh, I'm here on the field. But if something happens positively, then Siguates is here. Kavelo wants to know who is is Kindi Sengani. Kindi Sengani is the captain of Black Leopards. Uh, Max Munyai. If you have a closer look at uh, Max Munyai. His shorts are always up there, you know. <laughs> so when I first saw him during my playoffs, I was like, "Let's kind I think Usland a crash, you know. Certainly in Ghana, and hence I called him Uskindi Sengane. And ever since then, the whole of Venda knows him as Uskindi Sengane. Abel Ziko Kekane says the late Kebo used to make football very enjoyable. Listening to Mapenzela on Saturday took me back to the good old days. And somebody says, I can see why Joe Hudla is his hero because that man is uh, something is some something else. Uh, let's go to the lines now. We've got Tammy on the line. Tammy, good evening. Thank you for calling us. Hello, Tammy. Can you hear me? Yes. Oh, okay. Good evening. We've got Reggie here still with us. Hi, Reggie. Sorry, I didn't listen to you, man. I was working, man. <laughs> but I'm, I'm looking forward to listening to you in the future. I've heard people talk about you. And I bet I'm going to listen. Okay. No, you and better. And I just want to say congrats to that team, man, from, from Limbombo. They did so well on the day. What are they called? The Barroca guys. Thank you to them. Oh, the Barroca, okay. For, for, for beating the Baganias. The champions now. Call them the champions. You can just call them the champions, <laughs> the champions Barroca. Yeah. yeah, no. Keep can, it up, guys, for Zimbombo. Thank you, guys. Can't take it away from them. Thanks, uh, Tammy. Very honest. They say he's never listened, but he said so much about Reggie, and he's going to start listening. And I think we've got Brian next. Brian, good evening. Thank you for joining us, for calling us. Hi, member, how are you? Fine, thanks, a new member. I'm okay, I'm okay. Uh, Reggie. Reggie, can you hear Brian? No, 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 I can't hear Brian and I didn't hear time. I don't know if there's a problem maybe with the line, but I, I can't okay. hear. Okay, I'll, I'll tell him what he said. Brian, I'll tell you, I'll tell him what you're saying. Go ahead. No, that's fine, man. Uh, you know, when, when the first game when, when uh, he did on, uh, on SBC One, uh, I was listening, uh, actually I was watching the game and I asked Brian to say, actually, hey, who's that guy? Because I hear that this guy is something else, honestly. Uh, then he told me and he told me about his history, where he comes from. Only to find out that I worked with his uh, elder brother here, where, where I went. Oh. So, yeah, when I asked about uh, him, uh, uh, I mean, when I was talking to that guy, he told me that the guy really loves soccer from the, when he was too young. Oh, that's great. Uh, Reggie, if you didn't hear that, he says that he actually had you commentate the first time. He asked Brian Mufukeng who you were, and then he later found out that he actually works with your brother, and he basically thinks you've got a great future. Oh, thanks a lot, uh, Brian, uh, even though I didn't hear him. Um, that's very yeah, kind Yeah, I, I, I work closely with Brian as one of the commentators, and most of the games, uh, you know, we always share games with the likes of Brian, Um Gloria, as well as uh, Dwayne Deloca. So I'm, I'm, I'm so humbled when people appreciate my work. And to me, it doesn't mean that I've arrived, but it means uh, I'm doing something right. Because once you take it up to the head, then in the next few games, people won't hear what they heard on, on, mm. on Saturday. Last so one. I just want to say thank you. Last one. Umpo wants to know, what do you call Lodge SMS? 
Uh, the reason why I call uh, Timigosi Lodge uh, SMS, uh, it's it, it SMS shake my soul. You know, there's something that happens each and every time when Lodge uh, plays football. You know, like inside your soul, you will feel it if you are a true uh, supporter of football, not just Orlando Pirates. So that's why I call him shake my soul SMS. Okay, great stuff. And uh, I'll end with this message. Umpo says, Reggie, you were a man of the match. Was a straight man of the match on a Saturday. He said, Dansam Dansana Usuit Wotwalo. And somebody <laughs> says that at the moment SABC has the better soccer commentary. <laughs> thank you to Reggie. Reggie, thank you for joining us. We just wanted to put you on and just uh, let you know that people appreciate what you do and keep on doing what you do. Uh, thanks a lot for having me. And I'd like to take this opportunity and Thank everyone who tweeted, who sent SMSs, who called and appreciating uh, my work. I think uh, some of the people I couldn't even reach to them because yo, I, I had many, 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 many messages. But I just want to say thanks to South Africa as a whole. Uh, the work that we do is not easy. Sometimes you get criticized because uh, someone is angry because their team lost. But we just keep on pushing and we appreciate each and every person who appreciates us. Thanks a lot. Thank you, Reggie. So many messages coming through now. And those who want to hear his commentary, we're going to play it for you. We're going to play it for you. Stay tuned. We're going to play tomorrow for you, actually. We'll give you a proper taste of his commentary. Stolile says, I've never enjoyed a Venek commentary, but Reggie has taken it to another level. He got me listening to SABC. This week on Basala, Rumark goes glamping on the West Coast. The singer and storyteller Pitman Heldenais joins us for a glamping retreat near Robertson and Sasha Lee explores a spot near Soso's Flay in Namibia with one of the South Africans that signed up for a one-way ticket to Mars. Pasala, Wednesday, 7.30 on SABC2. A title deed offers security and protection. It proves legal ownership. It is illegal to sell a house when you do not have a title deed. Your house, your title deed, your asset. A title deed increases the value of your house. Hold on to both. Don't be caught without your title deed. For more information, call 0800-146873, Monday to Friday, 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. The Department of Human Settlements, changing people's lives. At SAFM Radio and at Tabiso Musia on Twitter. Okay, let's end off the show by finding out where are we as far as the Mzansi Super League and SABC sports commentator Mlule Kintabo joins us on the line because this is uh, the final week of the Mzansi Super League. So we've reached the business end now. Mlu, good evening. Thank you for, for joining us on SAFM. Good evening to you, Tabiso, and uh, to our listeners. Before we get into where we are as far as the tournament is concerned, uh, have you been impressed by the Mzansi Super League? What are your thoughts on the inaugural uh, season of the tournament? I think it, it lived up to uh, the expectations. I mean, this this was a mess very <laughs> in a short space of time, and uh, with what uh, the the organisers have achieved so far, um, it, it it has uh, really surpassed uh, our expectations. To be quite honest, and uh, especially with the cricket that's been played in the field of play. Mm. Uh, I think it has been some quality, man. I mean, you look at someone like Quinton de Kock, who's a living run scorer, as we uh, speak. Uh, you've got Riza Hendricks, who's put up his hand. Uh, the bowlers as well, especially the the, the, the unknown, I would, I, would, I would call them, the, the rookies and those that have been uh, down in the trenches playing uh, some semi-pro cricket and others playing... Uh, uh, franchise cricket and they've been doing so well so far so the numbers are there to 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 really um uh say this is a tournament this is something to uh really build on and i think next day it's going to get bigger and bigger so where are we now mlu i understand that the cape town bleeds have have have, have secured a home final yeah with a, a very uh good young coach in National Prince who has done an, an incredible job, of course, helped by uh, Paul Adams, Farhan Behadin as uh, their leader. So they, they are waiting for um, uh, two teams to slug it out for the playoffs. But it's a very, very difficult situation road, uh, and road too for those uh, teams. Devin Hita out. 
Um, mm-hmm. We know that they be they they just they're completing their games now. Uh, the Tswane Spartans who have two games to play, and that is very important for those uh, games for them to win. Uh, with a bonus point in in between Joseph Stars, uh, they look to be the sharper of uh, the uh, other sides. If you look at them, Paul Rocks, they also meet Nelson Mandela Bay Giants in tomorrow's game, uh, which is a very difficult game for them too, to to try and, and, and find uh, a possible bonus point for them to surpass Nelson Mandela Bay Giants, who are number three at the moment. So um, there are about, what, um, Tony's patterns have two games, and uh, uh, there's also Nelson Mandela Bay uh, Giants who are yet to play. So about three, four games uh, that are left before before we were for the 16th of uh, December, which is the final at Newlands, where uh, the Cape Town Blitz will be waiting. So number two and number two up to number five are still in contention, and they th- are still in contention. So and 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 then there will be two teams that play a playoff to face the Cape Town Blitz, I guess. Yeah, it's, it's it's more like a semi-final. A so semi-final. if you if you finish at number uh, number two and three, uh-huh. you you play it out for the playoffs, which is uh, technically a semi-final. Uh, that a team that will meet Cape Town Blitz who are in an advantage in a way, maybe a disadvantage because they'll be waiting a little bit too long, maybe mm-hmm. to to get to play. And those that are playing at the moment are getting sharper and and sharper for 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 that final. So it depends on how you look at it. But at the moment, you would say Joseph Stars are uh, almost securing, uh, secured in terms of that sport because they play. They have a game against uh, Tony Spartans, and Tony Spartans are playing twice before they reach that as well. Is that a disadvantage for them to play three games before they play the final? So yeah, and the only time will tell. Great stuff. Looking forward to the business end then of the Mzansi Super League. Nulekin Sabo, always a pleasure talking to you, sir. And thank you very much for finding time to speak to us. You keep all cheers. Thank you. So there you have it, Cape Town Blitz in the final at Newlands. It's now between the Josie Stars, Nelson Mandela Bay Giants, Paul Rocks and the Twanis Spartans to decide who will join them in the final. Let's end off by reading some of the messages that have come through. Huge congratulations to you, Rav Premlal from the Singh family in Deben. We are all so proud of you and your achievements. Thanks to his parents as well for supporting and guiding him. That's the 15-year-old that we spoke to that played and made the cut at the SA Open. And somebody says, just that Lala predicted on TV during his previous match that Barroca is going to win over Pirates. You must find that legend and let him uh, gloat and we certainly will find that legend and let him gloat. And Tabiso, a man with a great name says, Mapenzela is the best. I watched the game and he's really, really good. I'm never returning to the other side. I'm sticking to SABC. Let's leave it there for now then. Thank you to Katleho Luyolo and Babalwa. Mr. Ashraf Gada is up next with the viewpoint. Tonight's big hitter is former IEC chair and now chair of the information regulator advocate Pensi Takula. But first, let's go to news.